This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Should we live? Yes, sir. We are live. Right back at y'all with another episode, season eight, episode Cinco. five. Cinco. We halfway Cinco. through already, bro. That's where these seasons just be going and going, bro. I don't know where their time goes. It, yeah, do be moving and grooving real quick. Thanks. I mean, you already know what it is. Make sure y'all go follow, like, comment, subscribe for the new ones Please. tuning in. Make sure y'all click the notification bell so you can see us every time we post. Please. You ain't got to do shit. You just go on your Instagram, go on your YouTube, and you see it. And you click it, and you watch it, and you watch the whole thing, because we spitting jams on this bitch. You feel me? <laughs> if y'all listening. But if you listening. It's an odd. It's an odd number, bro. This one's big, bro. Again, I don't This season, it's just, I got mad respect for everybody that we having on this motherfucker, bro. Big fan of this next individual we got in the studio today, bro. Um, Say that. A genre bending. I, I could start by that. Like, when it comes to his music. You go. You don't hear that original. Uh, what you're used to hearing on the radio. You're gonna hear some different shit, but it's that real shit he's spitting. Yeah. Like Lancey Bo said, if he's not your favorite rapper, he's gonna be your favorite rapper. You feel okay. me? Yeah. Because that's what he do. He go dumb, right? Yeah. Man, bro. Without further ado, if you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about, bro, please give a BSP war welcome for CEO. You know what I'm saying? Artist La Russell. Come on, yes, man. Sir. What an intro. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> what an intro, bro. How you doing, Pop? Beautiful. How you feeling on this Sunday? Man, y'all did eight seasons. Eight seasons, bro. You're that's eight, incredible, eight bro. Word. Thank Word. Thank For real, you. bro. That's nuts. Hell yeah. How you feeling, though? I feel great. Okay. Yeah, great, man. I want to say, you know, on camera right now, we want to say thank you for you accepting the invitation. We Thanks. know you're busy on the road. You got a lot of stuff going on. So for us to be able to have you right now for the hour, hour or two, Thank you, bro. Thanks. We really appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, bro. Bro. We appreciate, appreciate you for sliding through, bro. If you don't know what we're here to do on the Blowing Smoke podcast, for the new listeners tuning in again, we're here to give an elevated perspective on everyday situations. We're here to talk our shit and bring some real news to the table. You feel me? What Come I didn't on, do this time. I was just saying, why we do that, but hey, we. I'm glad, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm glad when LaRussell said he's not a big drinker, he's like, I was like, bro, I'm kind of happy because last night, G. Was a long night, so this water is feeling gravy, baby. I ain't even gonna <laughs> lie. You turned up last night too. I was turned up last night, bro. I was like, I couldn't do it this morning if he wanted to bring the alcohol. So I'm cool with the water. Shout out LaRusso. Come on, man. People that might see, we got a little orange and all. We got a little some low key mimosas. Becky came through, but I'm low gonna finish key, mine. Low key, low key, and then we gonna be back onto the water. But uh, yeah, man. X, you ready to get in the BSP? I'm ready, pop. I'm ready. I'm feeling good this morning. <laughs> We got a Russell. We got it. We got it. Man, it'll be nice. All right. So for me personally, I want to, you know, I'm probably looking down a lot because I want to actually come literally, literally correct what I say. So, so my first question to you is going to be, 
how was it for Loretto growing up? You know, as a kid, was you always walking around saying all these type of metaphors that your mom was like, <laughs> "What did he just say?" You know what I'm saying? Was you always like that? Mm, nah, I was kind of. Um, I was like a very outgoing but quiet kid as well. You feel me? It depends on the level of comfort, but uh, nah, I've, I've always been rapping and shit, dancing like and shit around the house, but never in a way of like. I want to be a rapper or mm -hmm. or anything. You feel me? You're repeating the lyrics of a song. You weren't exactly. You just rapping your favorite songs. Mm -hmm. You feel me? No church choirs. No uh, band recitals at school. No, none of that shit. Damn. Yeah. I, I, so how how long has the rapping been in your life? Like you said, has it been since a kid? Man, forever, bro. Forever. My pops put me on, bro. Like yeah, all I had was music. Like you feel me? Every all the new shit that come out. We used to go to Rasputin's. Like mm -hmm. I think the drop days used to be Tuesdays. So every Tuesday we used to be in Rasputin and like nigga, all the new shit. You feel me? I was hearing it. So it's like I was able to get a lot of just like music in early. You feel me? What were some of those songs? If you could Man, take, take us back for a little bit. The ones second. that really stuck with me, I remember uh, Kanye Graduation Project, Classic. right? That was one of the albums. Like, that was when it was 10 versus 50. So I had both. Okay. Graduation blew me away. As a mm -hmm. kid, it was like, bro, what? How old were you? You know what's time? funny? Because, like, I was a 50 Cent fan. Because as a kid, you heard 50 on the radio more. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and he had in the club. <laughs> so I remember going to school and they were talking about it. And this nigga named uh, Justin, he was like, man, Kanye finna blow him out the water. And I'm like, why the fuck would you think that? You <laughs> feel me? Like, some shit like bro, that to the world. I finally listened to that shit. Was blown away. Like, I, I, I ran that shit. I had to get like that three that CD like three, four times because I like, it was wow. playing the shit out of it, bro. Favorite song after graduation. Uh, Too many to pick. Champion, bro. Okay. Man, but it's flashing mm. like, bro, that album See? is, Different. that album, right, glory. Even the artwork on the album cover was ahead of its Incredible. time. Incredible. The video, everything, you feel me? So that was one that stuck with me. Rick Ross Trilla album. Stuck, I, till this day, I can rap them up, which is a crazy one, but yeah, that shit, Trilla in Port of Miami, because he had like real, that was the first time I heard like real production. Yep. Like at that level, because you know, feel me, Rick Ross was making luxury music yeah. then, nigga. Mm -hmm. You feel me? That Carter Three, of course. Classic. And those was like some of the early ones. And then once a nigga got to the point where we can get on LineWire and that Piff and shit, it was like world change. You feel me? For the intros that you came up with, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Dak Pops putting you on with the Rasputin. This is what you would listen to. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a lot of, you know what I'm saying? That's a good catalog to get put on with at an early age, I would say. He's pulling from different artists. From, bro, bro, all the greats, bro. He's pulling from all the greats. <laughs> so for someone that's never heard LaRussell's music, how would you describe it? I couldn't. Because it, it depends on what you hear. You might, it, you feel me? I might describe one sound, but if you hear some so I got some shit that's like not even, you feel me, in the same pocket. So do you feel you okay. take pride in that? I do. Yeah. I do. I love making like new shit, like creating shit like that. That's like, I haven't made this before. You feel me? Of course. As an like, artist, you always want to, you don't want to re, yeah. Right. You said that you, before the podcast. You was like, I don't want to repeat what I've already done. I'd rather say right. it one time. <laughs> exactly. So that's how I feel like musically. Like, I want to always make like new shit. Like, just, you feel me? Really expanding mm -hmm. shit. At what, at what point in your life did you want to approach that? Like, oh, I'm not going to sound like these different rap, all these rappers. I want to be different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Never, bro. It just happened. Really? It, it just happened. Organic. Right. Yeah, it was organic. Like, bro. 
I only, I got to a point of being different because I was trying to be like everyone. You feel me? Like I had a Kendrick phase. I had a Chance phase. I had a Mick Jenkins phase. Respect. I had a Drake phase, a whole phase. And trying me trying to be them, but but like a greater version of them led me to being like my own version of me. You feel me? So it's like, I, I really, I found, but I, I was able to be different by being, you feel me, right. the same. Like, but it shows like you you can do it all too. Like facts. you just say that. Like I, I heard something about Drake this week and how he took over the world literally by hitting Chicago and doing drill. He did the uh, reggae. He bro, did the Latin. You get what I mean? So it's like the nigga will talk in patois. Like exactly that. That's somebody. And people make fun of him for thinking he's acting, but he's not. He's inspired. And for a nigga to be able to do that and hop in all these different lanes and avenues, you know how skilled you have to be to do it well. Mm -hmm. True. Like nigga, mm -hmm. you True. feel me? Tiger made a Latin song. That shit wasn't great. It wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't sound like. It wasn't like it didn't one dance money, but, yeah. when they when they do. You know when they do Afro beats, it don't sound like lasts, Drake shit. It's, you it's feel it's me? So everlasting. Like he's he's doing. He's trying new things and actually doing it exceptional, which is like that shit takes skill, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think that comes from? Like, you think that just like because Drake can really hop on any type of type of type anything, of and it's anything. on hit. But like you said, Tiger, you know what I'm saying? It might hit, but it's not gonna hit as strong. You think when you come, like when you get to the level, what I don't even know what level Drake is. You got A-list celebrities, and you got Drake. You know what I'm right. saying above that. How do you get to that <laughs> right. level, bro? Like, how do you even surpass being like that? How do you get to that level? Man, I've never been there, so I, <laughs> I, I have no clue. But the only thing I could think of that could possibly work is like really hammering away at your craft like there's a point to where you get so good that people think it's unreal like people usually think jordan was an anomaly mm -hmm. because he worked harder than everyone else mm -hmm. like if jordan shoots a thousand shots every day and the average nba player only shoots 400 who you think gonna be better okay he's he's 600 times better than them every day so you do 10 years so like bro he's not a freak course, he's, just he's not worker. a freak he just did a lot more than everybody else did you yeah. feel me and that's how i look at all the whole drake it's like bro these niggas aren't anomalies it's just like bro they they do it more than anyone else like right. How much music does Drake have? Like, yeah. nigga, we had, bro, Drake got. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You can listen to Drake an entire trip. Mm -hmm. That's how much That's he's fact. doing it. Some artists only got fucking two, three albums. And then to do eight albums and they all sound good yeah. that's a whole another level flex. bro that's, that's different. Yeah. You can have 10 albums, but it's like, nigga, is they hard? Are they hitting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are they hitting, bro? That's a good point. Before we get off Drake, bro. That's what separates him, though. He answered. We it. got the biggest troll Damn. of 2021 in the building, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Let's speak that into existence, though. Like, come on. I know it's not on there, but but Drake and the Russell track gonna come soon. It's coming, man. He, gonna, he, he gonna got me with that. I ain't gonna lie, man. Hey. He did the billboard. You know what I'm saying? If y'all gonna see it, bro. I was <laughs> like, oh he, shit, this thing on it too. Greatest marketer out here, bro, for sure. Greatest come marketer on, in 2021, bro. For come sure. on, dog. I see you. I see you working, bro. Like, I. I it, for sure, bro. Hey, the fact that it was believable is what counts. Yep. Because that's, that's if anybody posted it, you might not believe it. Yeah, exactly, you feel me? Exactly. So, like, that was a testament to a lot.
<laughs> you played it well, my brother. You played it well. Facts. How, yeah. do, how do you balance? How do you balance? You know what I'm saying in an industry that's built on so much negativity, and you come, you seem like a very humble individual. How do you balance yourself in an industry that comes from so much negativity and all the stereotypical standards? How do you keep your mind straight? Keep the headliners on them. This is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to go. Even with network with individuals. Right. How do you know how to, you know what I'm right. saying, like gravitate that? I mean, so far I've been able to like deal with the industry at like my own will. You feel me? So like we since I built completely like independently, ground up, like we did everything in-house. Yes, sir. I've never had to work with anyone outside of my niggas. Like when I shoot a music video, it's my niggas doing it. When we shoot lives, it's my niggas doing it. When I need mixing, mastering, recording, it's all my niggas. So I've never had to venture out and be like, man, I'm waiting on them for the video or this, this, that. So like this year is the first year I've actually collaborated with people outside of niggas that I really came up with. You mm -hmm. feel me? So it's all new with just navigating new people. But I've met some like really great people through that. But with the industry, it's like, bro, I was hurt early. You just got to really look at it like, bro, these niggas are all playing a game. And it's like, with me, this is my life. Yes, like, with, with the industry, it's like, bro, this is just, if I fail, you gonna go to another artist and do your thing. But if I fail, my life is done. You feel me? Their life isn't over. And they, mm -hmm. they don't look at that they shit that way. They it's don't care, throat. bro. That's respect. They gonna keep going, you feel me? Yeah. So I've been, is I've it been what able you to expected? dodge. Yeah. Yeah, Hell everything yeah. you expected? Everything, yeah. bro. It's, it's all the, all the interviews you watch and stories you hear, like, yep. bro, it's exactly that, bro. These niggas is, bro, so it's crazy. exactly that. Good, good <laughs> and bad, you know. You get the good and the bad. Right, the good and the bad. There's some really incredible people, and then there's some people that's just like, ah, you just, you know, you you just here doing your job. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just wow. doing your job. You feel me? They don't care about the the culture. It's different. Uh, the transition though from doing it straight in house and and branching out. How was that transition? Didn't, was it difficult at first? I mean, I'm 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 in that phase now. You feel me? And it's been like it hasn't been too difficult because even the people that I'm working with now that are outside of my initial circle, most of them are from the Bay. Mm -hmm. So. It's like, it's been really, really similar energies and love. And if they're not from the Bay, they really love my shit. Yeah, so mean. it's that. And like walking in here was like, y'all feel like my niggas already. You oh, feel yeah, me? Facts. So I'm it's like, we've been able to kind of navigate with people that, that actually fuck with it. So it's been cool. Hell yeah. That's that's really important, bro. That's really high key. Bro. Extremely, I, I had to bro. check the notes because speaking on the music industry, I had some, like from your experience, like speaking on the artists that don't really know and they're getting into it, get a buzz. What is the most difficult part about the music industry? Getting people, getting people to, to truly see your value, mm -hmm. which I think is beyond the music industry as well. That's just a people thing in general. But when you get into industry, everything is business. So like you literally like, bro, your value is, is literally how you're doing business, how people are going to decide to do business with you. How business oh, wow. savvy you are. Yeah. And it doesn't matter the artist at that point. Bro. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just, just, I think that's like one of those tough parts with, with it, but that's just, that's only if you want to be in the industry. Like I encourage niggas to not go into the industry unless you want to be in there because like, Haven't signed you a just, deal, I probably never will. That's what you said, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Because it just it just comes it comes differently. You feel me? Like That's the true. energy the energy is just different when you with your niggas, and then when when you with niggas who are just like 
you're a gold mine. You feel me? Like I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Got you. Now you can definitely sense that. I I'm pretty sure you can sense. Yeah. 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 Difference yeah. between individuals coming from uh Bay Area, Vallejo specifically. How many uh individuals that you surround yourself outside of your friends? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody goes to like uh let me say high school. I'm pretty sure when you was in high school, right? Were you still actively putting out one of these six albums that you've already produced? Man, not these ones, but I was uh I was like battle rapping and putting out mixtapes in high school. So battle rapping I was like still in person type yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. No. It's some shit you on YouTube it? from bro, you yeah. It's some it? shit on YouTube okay. from when I was in like eleventh grade, you feel me? Like nuts, but you feel me? So I was doing I was putting out mixtapes. I used to be like uh hella like self-conscious about my music and rapping. So I would only rap in like groups. I would I would just find people that's like, ah, let's do music together. You feel me? I would never drop solo shit. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's kind of how like I navigated that space and just so even back then, you feel me? I was I was kind of pushing this shit quietly, but still like everybody knew I was rapping and shit. That's the what do you feel your biggest transition has been from your first album to Marlon Seven? You say what? What do you feel your biggest transition has been from your first album to Marlon Seven? My biggest transition. Um I feel like just my uh my writing and creativity. I mean everything, shit. From Marlon Seven to the first album is like, bro, every my whole life, like everything yeah. kind of changed. Like just the way I think and view life is completely different. Mm -hmm. Like Bro. I did field effect. Man, I did field effect before I ever took mushrooms, you feel me? So I was a completely <laughs> I was a whole different person, you feel me? Like I was a different G -G. nigga. No, Come on, G. Don't, don't I'm trying to hype level. I'm trying no, to hype no, him up. No. We gotta go on a trip, bro. Oh, man, to to trip, bro. All these, man, they wanna get me to go, man. They <laughs> oh, man, you wanna bro. go too if we like, do like right. <laughs> what the hell, man? Right, like, nigga, I need safety. Yeah, no, no, you really do though. Like when you take shrooms, if you don't feel that complete safety. It fucks with you. Like, you really need that. You got to have, like, a lot of love around. You feel me? Like, I mean, you could do it alone, too, but it's going to be different. Like, I say mm -hmm. for your first experience, get a lot of love around you and, and just go enjoy that. And, Did you do it indoors it, or outdoors when you had your Well, I've, I've done it a few times now. Ooh, like, oh, I, I fuck shit. with rooms now. But, wide open. Man, I've done <laughs> so, one of my favorites. Man, all of them was my I've always had great trips. <laughs> all of them. Me and my boy, uh, we took some shrooms and we rode our bikes to Crockett. So oh, probably hell. like from my career, right? Oh man, that bike ride was the most like beautiful, bro. Yeah, a little bit, and then back. You feel me? Oh, so shit. yeah, a little bit more, but bro, the most beautiful ride in the world, oh, nigga. Man. Niggas just went and laid in grass and sit at the park and look at the water, bro. Like shit was different, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so, you was in a nice area, uh, in a nice area of the city, right? Yeah. So exactly. So I took, I removed all the anxiety that usually goes around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to go somewhere. Like I say, I mean, the first, one of the times we took it, me and the whole team went to like Sea Ranch, which is just out the way. You feel me? So you don't have to really deal with the anxieties that come with home if there's any for it. But yeah. I mean, shit, the first time I took shrooms, I was at my crib. Yeah, we was in a garage. You I, feel I, me? I and I was, just bro. speak on that. I recommend your first time just being in a comfortable place. Like if your home is your most Very comfortable, comfortable place, stay, take it at home. Cause I'm but not, go, I'm but not go outside. Nature, bro. I'm not no. gonna lie. Like, I'm gonna think that the no. bear gonna come get me if I'm in See, the woods. Nah, you know but saying? look, so I've done a high, I don't want to deep nature and then one. If you don't fuck with nature, nature, just go to the park. Like go mm. outside. Mm, definitely. Get outside. Like, bro, go outside. <laughs> that shit changes everything. Like, Nah, but you feel me? Transitioning mm -hmm. from first album to Marlon Seven is like, bro, I've just, I'm a completely different person, bro. Dope, bro. 
That's dope to hear. Yeah, big time. Touching on home, what do you feel North Side of Vallejo has taught you one of the biggest lessons? Mm. Now, I ain't never been in Vallejo. Is North Side of Vallejo, like the the gooder, better area of Vallejo? Like, because in Stockton, <laughs> the North Side of Stockton is the better area of Stockton. So, like, yeah, how's that? Bad spots, but yeah, I sure. mean, nah, probably the, the better area of Vallejo is probably like, Glen Cove, East Vallejo, partially, you feel me? Okay. But no, no, it's not the better area. But I mean, but it's it's not, you're not going to come and be like, wow, this is great, <laughs> but you feel me? But it's like, all right, we... <laughs> okay, I think I know what I'm getting myself into right, now. Right, you right, know, bet, right. Bet, 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 I respect that. <laughs> it was one of the biggest lessons the city taught you. Uh, Probably humility, like, because in, in the V, it's like, bro. Humility. We, in the V, we got like, bro, just... Mac Dre is from Vallejo, you feel me? Like, we have superb confidence. If you listen to how Dre rap, only a Vallejo nigga would say shit like that. You feel me? Entrepreneur. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Manure, plant seeds and manure, you feel me? Like, Fucking only a Vallejo nigga has that type of sauce and com- about themselves. So it's like, Vallejo teaches you humility because every nigga there feel like they that nigga. Okay. So yeah. it's yeah. like, you're not, you're not special, nigga. Mm-hmm. Everybody here is that nigga, you mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. That's dope, bro. <laughs> shout out to City of Vallejo. Come on, man. Wait, shout so- out Vallejo, dog. Didn't you say you did a song? Did a, uh, did a, did a show in Vallejo? Yeah, bro. I've done... Three or four in Vallejo Man, now. Stop it, bro. You did what? the first three show or four? in Vallejo. Yeah, I've done like three or four now. In the V, bro. Like in the V. 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from your house type shit. Literally. Literally. Oh. Like, nigga, I could walk to the venue, bro. That's, <laughs> now that's I lit. could bike to that motherfucker, that's right? Dope. That's dope. How's, how's the response been for, from your city, personally? Like, you know, we out here in Stockton. We got love for y'all. Blowing smoke got love for y'all here in Stockton. Right. How is it out there in the city? Like, I'm not saying in the grocery store, like, oh, man, Larissa, how are you? But like, how is it for you, man? It's it's love. I get a I get a lot of love just because I feel like um, we have like limited representation. You feel me? Like people, Vallejo is a city like we like to be them niggas. So it's like when we get a chance to champion something and get somebody that's dope, we all want it to happen. Like, bro, we'll go to breakfast or something, and people will be like, "Oh yeah, what's up?" You feel me? Like, it, it's it's always love. You feel me? Which is like really dope. Just speaking on CEO. You feel me? Good Come company. On. Come uh, on, man. But where, where'd that come about? When when, when that start up? The so we probably company. and it spelled good company, right? With well, a penny, penny, yeah. Penny. What, yeah. What's the meaning behind the title, too? So like, I did the penny because I feel like pennies are like undervalued. Like, if you see a penny on the ground, you'll keep walking. If you okay. see a fifty dollar bill, you pick it up. Mm. But it's both currency. Like, bro, if you have fucking twenty, thirty. 40, 50 million pennies, nigga, you up too. It's the same shit. You True. feel me? Like, yeah. it just takes more. But when you think about through life, you probably pass more pennies than you could count, but you never stop to pick them up because they don't mean much to you. You feel me? But I it's think, like, they wow. count up. They they add up. Everything add up. You feel me? All profit is good profit, bro. If you made good two cents, you profited. That's deep, bro. So it's like, just pennies being undervalued. I thought that was like a cool play. You feel me? That's but uh, we started penny. Good Company in like 2018 just as... 
just as like, all right, this is what we rocking under, you feel mm -hmm. me? To get our music out and just do our shit. And just as we've kind of like progressed through music and got bigger and got more looks and shit, it just became like a larger platform. And we just wanted to like help and assist where we can. But it's like, we really just built this shit to get our shit off the ground. Cause we didn't, we, we couldn't afford to pay people and mm -hmm. we had to figure that shit out. You feel me? It's amazing, money bro. In some kind of way. I right. I listen to every single one of your motherfucking shits that come out, bro. Nice. Come on, hard, man. Bro. He clocked in. He definitely yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, he, he clocked definitely in, is. bro. That's beautiful. Wish. Who put who put who on? Who he, found it first? Jay Jonah put JG <laughs> on. Jay Jonah put me on for sure, for sure. Bad. But I but I seen you already from like from when you went viral, but he put me on before then. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually put me on. But I what the one that got me what really Pulled me in and we talked about it, bro. Shantae, like that's the one that really pulled me in. It was like, oh shit, what is this? You know How'd you saying? find me? I just and, and just scrolling yeah, through. Oh, like, you like know, going yeah. through. The fit, you know, so the you didn't fit. see it till Shantae. Bro, yeah. So yeah, I was Ty a little late too. Z, too you bro, feel me? Like, bro, that, yeah, actually, man. Yeah, you like Shantae too. Yeah, that's bro. so beautiful because Shantae, like Shantae, if you watching this, man, your shit touched my soul. Every let time her know, I hear man. Come on, baby goat, man. That's tight as fuck, bro. Because that's like why I wanted to keep like my music with the good company shit and not make like separate YouTube pages and shit because I'm like, bro, you. You, you you step in here for one thing and you might find some shit that you didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. feel me? Well, well, check well, that out. performance check that out. or uh, episode had the best or most impact on you, you would say? Shantae for sure, because uh, when we found Shantae, I was like giving her a little rundown, like, bro, this is what's finna happen. I'm finna show you, nigga. This is gonna happen. I'm telling you. Lit. We did a session, we dropped it, and everything I said happened. It was like, it was undeniable. It was easy to see. We was mm -hmm. all, the whole team was like, bro, when this drops, she's gone. Mm -hmm. Like, we already knew. So seeing that shit happen and then watching it in real time was just like, bro, we knew every single one. Like, we've called uh, the ones that went viral, we've called them before. Like, we just knew, like, bro, this is a moment. It feels like it. We know that shit's gonna go. You feel me? And that's it's lit. been right every fucking time. And that's the vibe, y'all. Was that like when the track happens and it's in the studio and y'all hear it finished track? You like okay, yeah. Everybody look around like yeah, we think we got one. We know, you're right? Damn, no, bro. Damn. Listen to Shantae, but not bro, even bro. finished track before. Like when I find somebody really, really dope, I'm like, oh, we know how this one's gonna go. Okay. Yeah. How? <laughs> what about for the freestyle? The freestyle's crazy. So the freestyle ended up going viral a year after it released. Like at, at least I thought it was a couple it, months. I for sure thought maybe been, some months. I, I did like, that freestyle yeah, at the yeah, end five. of 2020 to kick off 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I, knew it was so, I heard it before it went viral. But that sure. showed you the power of like sticking to like content never gets old. Great shit don't get old. This is true. It don't matter if a song is a year. Like I'm pushing songs right now from 2018. I just dropped uh, Still Growing, a live session you mm -hmm. might have seen out. Mm -hmm. I dropped that. I made that song in 2018. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So it's like just I'm just resurfacing songs because niggas ain't heard it yet. Okay. They ain't heard it, bro. This shit ain't so old. It's true. Yeah, you gotta, it's this everlasting like we talked right. about. Right. And I mean, Good even music. if you drop it, it's like, bro, I got, when I first dropped it, I had fucking 2,000 followers. Now I got 50. So it's like 48,000 niggas ain't see it, bro. Bring <laughs> that bitch back. back. Run that smart. bitch back, bro. Marketing tactic. I see that. That is smart. You feel me? Like several ways, as many ways as you can. You feel me? As long as you bringing it back different and new, Keep bringing that bitch back. Mm -hmm. You had no idea it was gonna do the numbers it did when you brought it back, though. 
or when it actually started to bubble I up. Did. Five I did. I knew it was going to do. That's why I chose that one to do it with because I knew I was like, oh, this is going to go. You wow. Right. Sorry, somebody sorry over shit, there you looking know. at you putting little sprinkles when you wake up in the morning, bro. I ain't gonna lie. G-O-D over here like, all right, the Russell here, I got you today. That's hell of what, what were you doing when you heard or seen that that shit was popping off? Man. Let me see. There's been several occasions where shit popped off. One, though, bro, I woke up and I had like hella fucking notifications. Hella notifications. I'm like, bro. Something is fucking popping. Something is going off. Mm -hmm. And I looked and that shit was just up. Uppity. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Up. Like, bruh, going. Looking crazy, bro. Is it and it was like that, huh? Random the next day. It was like that. And then is this like on Instagram or YouTube? Is all this was on TikTok. What? This was on TikTok. TikTok. Right. So look, this same day. Funny shit. This same day. That was the same day. Yeah. The same day, right? So this shit is going up. And I'm like, bro, okay, this is good. This is good. So I'm like, all right, let's go get breakfast, right? So we're going to get breakfast. And uh, <laughs> while we're going to get breakfast, fucking a rust song comes on, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. I've been trying to figure out, like, what is Russ's market? Who's playing Russ's music, right? And I'm like, it's you. <laughs> you feel me? Because she was laughing at that. I'm like, that shit crazy. Because like, I never hear like my inner circle playing it. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, but Who's he's streaming Russ? like crazy, right? Right. Right. So I'm like, we we had this conversation. Literally, 20, 30 minutes after, Russ hits me. No. Bro, nut shit. I no, was like, Russ, nigga, bro, wait, what are the odds? What? That's so lit, bro. Right. That's so lit. I'm right. And goodness. then from then, it was like, uh, Wallow. Wallow did his thing. Wallow posted it. And that's when, like, me, Trey Young, Damian Lillard, all them seen that shit. Fucking uh, Shabazzy OG man. posted Bro. Then Charlemagne posted, and it was just, it, it's been up. Yeah, it's bro. been up. But you ran with it. it. Ain't like you said, you still stuck on that nah, one. No, we kept you. putting that shit out. We kept <laughs> we kept putting that shit out of that. It was even more. It yeah, was more. like, nigga, double Got up, to. bro. You had Damn. to. Right. And, and like I said, with the good company, bro, it's, I yeah, I, you said you built it for the team to put it put your music out. But right. I feel like you put your boys on, too. Like, And it was your time to shine. You know what I'm saying? And get you guys, this is your opportunity to take it and take grass and go, bro. So congratulations for real, man. All the success, man. I appreciate it. But before the success, I know there was aspiring times, bro. You know what I'm saying? In those tough days, in those tough days, you feel me? What kept the inspiration going to keep going? Man, I just love making music, bro. Like, I love making music. Even... I've had several occasions where I was like, fuck this shit, bro. I'm not fucking with this shit. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be walking around the house fucking just thinking of raps and shit in my head. So I was like, I can't stay away from it. Like, I just love to make music. Did you have, do you have a nine to five type of job? You have a part time? For thing? certain. Yeah, I've had several, bro. Several. Yeah. Like in, in, in those times where are you at work, like, man, fuck this. I can go do Yes, this. nigga. Especially yeah. at, so my last job, bro, like. <laughs> he said, yes, nigga. <laughs> man, bro. Because, like, early on when I first started working, I wasn't, like, putting out music. So I, it never, like, bothered me because I was, like, just working. I'm like, nigga, I'm just trying to get bread. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But, like, 2018, I put out the first project. I was like, I'm going to do music. I ended up doing my first show that same year in the city, all that shit. I did all that while working at my job. What up? This is Torrey, host of the Hard to Earn podcast. And if you're a fan of music reviews, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Hard to Earn.
where my partner Bonesu Thompson and I review your favorite new albums and classic albums on pivotal anniversaries, you know, 10, 15, 20, etc. We review track by track, rating from 1 to that elusive perfect 10. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. So it start conflicting me because I'm like, fuck. I hate it here. Like I'm miserable here, but I was making really great money, but I was miserable every day. And I'm like, I want to just do music. Like I want to just do music. And I finally had to leave. But yeah, that shit used to fuck with me every day. Nigga, I used to have, I used to be, <laughs> man, hurting, hurting, man. bro. Cause like that shit used to really You got numbers going up, but you head. still gotta go clock in. Not thing. even though. It wasn't even really no numbers going oh, up. That's it was just, just like the time you're putting in. Cause like, the, the numbers is one thing. There's like numbers that people see, and then there's like actual impact in life happening. That people don't see. Thanks. And this side was going up. The numbers were whatever. You feel yeah. me? The numbers was whatever. But like the impact and the life side was going up where it's like, bro, like I did a show independently and then went back to work. Then mm -hmm. that, you feel me? Like, so it was like, bro, I'm on stage. I gotta come right. You here. get to feel that high and then you go back and it's like, damn, reality this isn't my in. life though. Mm -hmm. Right. Reality kicks in. You feel me? Damn. And I wasn't at like a mental level then to where I was able to be like, I'm just doing this to get to where I'm going. Like to yeah. back then, that shit was like in my way. Like, which it was, you feel me? I'm happy that I did leave. It was in my way, but yeah. Yeah, bro, that uh, definitely like, <laughs> it's been a crazy journey. The trip, best of both worlds. You always want to do is right for yourself. So doing right for yourself is like getting an actual career, but now you actually got a new career, which is something that you love in life. Right. But it's still actual career that you actually can bubble and, pro you know, you can still give yourselves, what do they call them? And work. When you get new, uh, new levels. Promotions. Promotions. Yeah. You can still promote yourself now. And that's like, you know, we were talking about the A-list, Drake level, right, things bro. like that. Right, In life. You you promote in life, bro. That's <laughs> different. I'm watching the game right now. Sunday, football's back, baby. Football's back. As we've seen week one, Cowboy game, I got to shout this out, bro. Tom Brady holds pressure situations. And he's um, putting the pressure. He, can, he holds it down. Fuck my fucking Brady, bro. Cowboys suck. That's what he's. That's really all he's <laughs> saying right you, now. No, that's all he's saying that's right what I say, now. But I'm getting this question now. How do you approach pressure situations? Man, through work, like just shoot shoot enough shots to where I know when I'm when I'm on the court, I'm a ball. Like simple as that, bro. Yeah. It's like I've practiced enough to where like I know, like bro, I'm in a position to deliver. What is that fucking quote, bro? Uh, under pressure, you don't fall. Under, ah, oh, fuck. You gonna look back at so this and oh, the camera right. go and be like, ah, oh, I got it, man. No, they say when you're under pressure, you don't rise to the occasion, you fall to your level of training. Damn. That's what it is. Like, nigga, That's you it. don't just all of a sudden, like, a nigga need to be saved in the water and you know how to swim down. Like, nigga, if you ain't been swimming in that ocean, you ain't saving that nigga today. You mm -hmm. feel me? That's like, true. you don't rise to the occasion, you fall to the level of your training. So it's like, with me, I'm just like constantly trying to shoot. So it's like, you feel 10, me? 10,000 shots. You ready Bro, for every occasion. I just recently had a situation. Uh, I had did like the uh, little radio freestyle and I like stumbled and it fucked with me because like I chose to do a new track and I didn't practice it on the way. I was just in a cocky. I'm like, nigga, I got it. Yep. You feel me? Because I'm so used to doing it and it fucked with me. It bothered me. It fucked me up in the head. So mm -hmm. it's like, 
Now I'm like, all right, nigga, I'm finna do this shit a hundred fucking times before I go to the yeah. nigga, you yep. feel me? But you don't brush it off, be like, ah, oh, fucked up. Nah, you want to come back and make it better. You got to. You got to, bro. If you don't like the feeling that it, that it leaves you with, yeah, you feel salty. me? Yeah, it's salty. If it's salty in your mouth, bro, go do that again. You got to. You got to. That, that kind of brings me to this question. What's been, what has been your biggest learning moment that uh, as you transition as, as to making uh, your rap career or actual career? Does that make sense? I'm sorry. Give me that one more time. Yeah. Uh, what has been your biggest learning moment as you transition to making rapping your actual career? Hmm. Man. <laughs> That's a rough one. I don't... Uh... It's so many, and it's and it's hard for me because like I don't have a rap career. Like this is my life. Mm. Like I I didn't become a rapper. <laughs> you feel me? Like this you. is I'm this is literally me. Like right? You feel me? Like I'm not just a rapper on certain days. Like I I like it's just my life now. You feel me? In total, so it's like tough. Like I don't I don't have like a transition that I make. You know, instead, where it's like, okay, now I'm rapping mode, and now I'm this. Like, this is literally always me. Like, the way we talking, that's how I talk on songs. You feel Back me? Like, this is my like, regular shit. So okay, I, I don't know, bro. Like, ain't no Hannah Montana shit. You feel me? This is me. This is me. Every, <laughs> right. I got you. Was there ever a time you wanted to give up? Yeah, all the time. Like yeah. all the all the Stick time. Up one of the biggest bro. times where you're like, it was damn near there. If we can. I don't know what it might consist of. Right. Man, all the time. I remember uh, New Year's fucking, and I think I talked about it in a song. Maybe not. Yeah, I might mm -hmm. be getting some associate. But it, on New Year's, I think it was 2019. The end of 2019, I spent New Year's like crying. Like, nigga, really just hurting. Like, because I was like, I felt like I was doing so much work and nothing was like, going for like it was moving but it wasn't like happening and i'm like bro it's no way i felt like i was working harder than anyone i knew or seen working you know but it was like not popping the way i thought it was and i had invested a lot of money i had invested a lot of other people's money like my pops invested into me and like bro i've spent a lot of money into myself my homies have put into it so to like do all that and it's like Fuck, nothing's working. You know, we tried so many different things to get here, and it was like none of this just working. Like, I was, I was hurting. You know, like I remember, like it's funny. I remember being up and hearing, like you know how, like on the TV channel they do like the countdown and shit, and like I could hear this shit, and it was just like, bro, like just hurt. That Don't shit fucked me up. Like you. I wanted, bro, didn't phase me. Like though, those are moments that fucking you feel me, like. Moments like that are like what sparked those songs like uh, Everyone Dies and We All Die in the End and Ascension and shit like that. You know, I've had several of those moments Deep. where it's just like, bro. Now, man, I remember getting my first call for an offer, bro. I remember <laughs> I was fucking because I, I don't have a bed, right? I replaced my shit with a studio. So I just brought out a studio. Yep. Hear that? And that shit be... Right, it used to fuck with me heavy because I'm like, fuck, you feel me? Like, I've, I've really sacrificed a lot of shit just to make this shit happen. And I was hurt another day. I was fucking crying and hurting. And I end up getting a call from Johnny Shipes. 
I literally Shout had to Johnny wipe Stack. my face before answering wow. the call, nigga. Like he don't even know. He doesn't even know this shit. It's just funny. I'm dead ass fucking serious, nigga. I literally had to wipe my eyes before. You know, you still got that that crying yes, voice, sir. nigga. Uh, you feel me? And it's like he doesn't even know that story. But shit like that is like. I was in in such a, a space mentally where like I wasn't even seeing what was happening. You feel me? Yes, sir. Because it's like like oh you y'all see this shit like pop off and y'all like oh he's blowing up and shit. But it's like that's a number thing, and then there's a life thing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like that's life right. might not change because social media changes. Yeah. It's like yeah, you see me in pictures and you see niggas liking it, but life. Doesn't yeah. adjust, you feel me? Ain't so okay, that's just like mainy, bro. Got to keep putting in the I, work, though, bro. bro. You got to keep working. Uh, <laughs> it, Back in 2019, you hit a wall, bro, and you still here. Twenty, you got to keep starving. working, bro. We damn near in 2022, going on the way, man. Shit's yeah. going. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's true. What is uh? Just take take a little breather on this one if we can. Um, not even a breather. Top five Bay Area. I'm not Bay Area. Do I say Bay? Area? Yeah, Bay Area rappers that deserve their flowers. Nefta Pharaoh. For for certain, like nigga, a whole bouquet, now, and not not just on no rap tip, but on a culture tip. Mm-hmm. Neff Neff has helped and backed a lot of shit that we listen to and slap, and a lot of niggas who are like in positions to win. Like he did a cannabis me? club he, venture, did he? Yep, in the V, you yep. feel me? But he's like. He supported and he's backed a lot of niggas like, bro, and we got a lot of great music out of that shit and a lot of vibes and energy. So definitely Neff got to get that first. Um, I think everyone deserves flowers. Yes. I get what you're saying. I think uh, Bari. Young Bari? Bari deserves his flowers. Okay. Bari has one of the biggest songs, like, culturally... To ever come out the bay, like like so, Mobby is is oh, yeah. that's so, an yeah. anthem. Like yeah. you could play that song anywhere, and it's going to fuck up. You like, feel me? Like, and he made that shit a decade ago, and today you could play it, and I'm gonna go dumb. You feel me? Like, yes, sir. That's a long that you that shit takes a lot, and for him to still stay relevant throughout that, to have a song that's like that big. And that song was huge at a time. There was no streaming, nigga. Mm-mm. How was everybody slapping? You feel me? Like, that's mm-hmm. different, bro. You 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 really, like, niggas took their time to go on line wire and get your shit. Yeah. Like, that's a different level. Burn Definitely. CDs, put you on MP3s. Had to make sure they downloaded you and shit like that back then. Bro. That is true. I remember that. Sue. Sue gotta, gotta have one. Sue has Ooh. a... Bro, Ooh. there's not, I don't know one nigga who wasn't influenced by the HBK wave. Like, they that? really crafted a sound that's associated with the Bay. Like, when hey. niggas say that Bay sound, mm-hmm. like, that's Sue bad. and them has a part in that. They're big on that credit, like, bro. And along with Sue, P-Lo has to be in that bunch. They got a lot of niggas in opportunity to shine. Like, they really crafted the sound of the culture. Like, we've always had a sound five yeah. on it, like mob music and shit, but they crafted, like, a new one that's now associated heavy with the bay. Like nigga, when niggas want that black, when niggas say they want that slap, bro, they they talking about what Pilo and Sue and them was Back. making, nigga, since being, you feel me? I can see that. And then fucking Shout out Susie, man. Man, who the else, whole HBK movement. That's another a fact. rapper from the bay that got now, you did four if you had Pilo in four. there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Who we gotta get five to? I guess 40. 
I mean, you you gotta yeah, gotta get forty inch flowers. You feel for sure. me? You you gotta like. Interestingly, I'm a Vallejo so nigga, and so it's like, bro, forty is is really forty has done what you don't see niggas do from Vallejo. Let me put it like that. Like I've never met one nigga in my entire life, actually, but specifically from the V that has done nearly what 40 has done. Like in terms of just entrepreneurship and everything, like, bro, that nigga is, he's at the entrepreneurship level of a Diddy and a Jay-Z, bro. Thanks. He's from Vallejo. Thanks. Like, you feel me? Like this nigga is Master P, like 40, you can't put that shit and not throw he 40 there, the bro. Like when you talking that handling that business and really becoming a mogul, 40's a cultural icon. Mm -hmm. Like, niggas who know Snoop Dogg, no E-40. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like, he's a cultural icon from Vallejo. Been Man. doing it for the longest and still That's relevant different. to this day. Man. That's different. Several oh decades. Niggas wasn't even born when 40 was rocking shit. You no know what cap. Me? Like, so, no so cap. for us to be talking about him, like, bro, That's different. True. Here are your yeah. flowers. The hey, whole bouquet. The Mr. Whole Earl bouquet. Stevens. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Water. So they take deep breaths? Yeah, I'm with that yeah. for Shirley. Where we at, Emil? You good? Yeah. This is the damn near fourth quarter. You feel me? We take a deep fourth breath. This is where we okay. dive in the mind of a true PH. So we get in the mind of a true pothead. People don't appreciate the deep breaths, bro. If they're listening to us on the way to work, they're stressing out in traffic. Just take a deep breath. You know what Don't I mean? Don't close right. your eyes. It's okay. You, they can't. Do a quick <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm going to close mine. So if you want to join me. I like me, to close mine. You want to join me on a quick deep breath real quick? <sighs> yes, sir. Oh, I got to appreciate him. But Loreso has a joint over here. He hasn't sparked the whole episode. Bro, it's, it's true. I was, it's, I was smoking It's TPH time, bro. Let's light it up. You feel Come me? Yeah, let's get that one. Some weed. That this question's to universal. It's just to everybody, man. What time it, is it? It's TPH time. So we're diving in the mind of a true oh, pH. My dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> my dumbass. What the fuck? This is where we get into the mind of a true pothead. You ready? <laughs> if you could choose one rule for the entire world to a die a die or two, which would it be and why? Nigga, what? Yeah. Hey, shout out, shout out. <laughs> you say what? If you if you can choose one rule for the whole world to abide, obey by. Oh, okay. Abide by you. Abide by you. You know what I'm I got you. I out, got you. you know I got you. That, that, you it was a long night. I have no roll. liquor in me right now, but it was a long night. <laughs> he said rule or roll? Roll. 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 Rule. R U L E. Yes. Roll. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Four, 400. <laughs> R U L E. 400. Oh, what would shit. it be and why? All right. One rule to abide by. Um, uh, be loving, I guess. I like that. Make that a rule. I feel like if you do that, you cover, you know, you cover all grounds. Uh, rule? You got a rule? A rule? Why do I say rule now? <laughs> Goodness. Loving is nice, though. Definitely we need that in, in, in the world. Not just in, of course, in America, but in the world, bro. No I feel guy. like if you lead them with love, you can't, bro. You going, you only going to do the right shit. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So you start there. You kind of, we got something. I'm with that. I'm with that. One rule. When I wrote uh, it down, I was turned. So. One, one rule for me, uh, just for people to be more, 
I always like to say understanding, but it needs to be a bigger word than that in this aspect. So just people just to be more, yeah, caring. Like you love, but like caring, just be caring, more caring. Like if they can walk out the house and just be more caring to an individual, I think that's kind of what I want to say. That's what the world needs is more loving, caring, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Understanding is like, I don't know if that's gonna, that's not going to hit on the nose. That's why I don't want to say that right now. Well, just my, my question really came from, bro, is they're making up a whole lot of rules going on daily. You know what I mean? Like I'm hearing the mandate of vaccines is going to maybe happening for companies and things like that. So they're making these rules for these world, for the world whenever they want to, it feels like, you know what I mean? So, I mean. Oh, I, I, everybody should have the role to rule. To, they have to take a shower every day. <laughs> There you go. There you go. The, the Ashton, that Ashton Kutcher show. and uh, uh, Mila Kunos, what's her name? Oh, they, you them take relax. A, I don't bathe my kids. I was like, all right, no, that's out. You know, bathe the kid, <laughs> man. That's out. Man, that's one, I guess. I'll Got say you. That. I don't know. Um, I don't think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, One rule. Make money not a way of living. A real, Ooh, I, that, I like that one. I was going to say something about money. Even if you like didn't, that, bro, like, it just be they find another means, bro. It's not even about the money. That's just the method that they found that work. Like, thanks. you guys, these are people, bro. Like, them niggas would do it with anything. Like, nigga, if all we had yeah. was goats, they would be like, we got the best goats and your goats got to be like this if you want to hang out that's with no it. Like, it don't matter what the fuck it is, bro. That's no like, cap. That's how they get down. I got that's it. No I got it. One rule is everybody has to have a place to sleep at night. Or I play a bed to sleep on at night. You saying like no homeless people? No homeless type shit. Or that in general, just everybody in the world oh. should have a like really or in world peace. Yeah. Type Wait, shit. like or, or bring this, back world peace. World peace. Would that be world peace? I don't know. Can yeah yeah that's that would be included just with world make, peace. Making sure people sleep good at night. That'd be a good rule. Sounds expensive. <laughs> the world is but money. Yeah, money. We about goats now. We ain't about money. We about hey, goats now, though. The <laughs> no, president sounds expensive. <laughs> hey, you know what's the fucked up part about that thought? Because it's like that's how they really look at it. And instead of doing the right thing, they're like, "Nah, that's too costly." Yes, sir. Like when it comes to humanity, there shouldn't be. We shouldn't even be factoring in costs, like bro. I what you? I don't care what the fuck it costs, nigga. Do it. You feel yeah. me? Like, but that's that's literally the thinking. They like, nah, we don't have the budget. <laughs> that nigga Kanye put in, in Donda. That nigga said, I can give a dollar to every person on earth. Like he said, no, you really. You know what I'm saying? If you really look at what he's worth, I guess he really could give a dollar to every person on earth. But if right. everybody, every billionaire came together and then every millionaire came together, they did that and they built a facility and did something like that. I'm not saying deplete your funds to be able to do that, but there are ways that people, you know what I'm saying, that are higher there's, up. Like, there's, I like, there's, there's ways that you could definitely help more than than they do. In every, I think in every way. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, in every way. Man. But you feel me? Like, people do, people, everyone, everyone is doing the best that they can do. Say that. Not the best that we think they can do, but everyone's doing the best that they is actually can do. That's that respect. Uh, yeah, it is, bro. Even on the, on the 5% that, Have you ever been able to do something better and you didn't? True. True. No. But I'm just thinking of the 5% levels looking down on true. the rest of the world. Listen, very, very listen. True. Very true. Do you expect those kind of people to do that kind of stuff? No, absolutely not. Right. It's They're not doing a, what they can. Yeah. Like, these aren't the kind of people that's going to do that type of shit. They're yeah, doing see. the best. That's the best them niggas can do. They're sick people. Yeah. This is they're, the best they got. People. What do you expect? Yeah. You feel me? Sick people don't give you healthy results, nigga. <laughs> you mm -hmm. feel that's me? That's true. Say that. 
That's a bar from the Russell right here on Come on, man. Go get him. <laughs> I think that's a good transition for this question I got. How do you continue to weave out the real from the fakes as you continue to rise to new heights in the industry? We talked highly about your group. <clears throat> Shout out your group. You know what I'm saying? Good uh, good penny. But like, good company. Good company. God damn company. You know what I'm saying? Good Spell company. Good, good penny. But um, how do you... GC. Like really weave out the real Radio. from the fake. Man, I think it's, uh, for me, like, I just don't. Shout out to the weed. I have my niggas, so I don't really have to, like, spend. I don't spend close time with anyone but my niggas. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, everyone else I may work with, but I'm I'm with my niggas. <laughs> you feel me? Respect. So I don't really have to. I just don't. I, I don't go around. Like, if I'm like, ah, I don't really fuck with that energy, I just won't go around. So I don't really have to weed anything out. I just kind of keep my distance from that shit. You feel me? How do you yeah. different, like, not, how do you, like, say opposed to, like, what I come from when I envision, like, the rap industry, people always want to use somebody. You know what I'm saying? So then, like, not right. saying <laughs> a bad, in, like, I'm not saying you got to go use somebody, but, like, an opportunity somebody might want to use LaRusso. But how do you justify that that's not what I'm going to do, per se? Of course, money's right. not the object, but, like, somebody, let's just uh, fucking, I don't even know somebody's name. Like, we talked about YG. Hey, I'm right. trying to get a song with YG. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there, is there certain standards that you're trying to abide by as you continue to grow? Some things that you just won't do, will so, do? Man, bro, I'll do anything if I love it. I won't do anything if I don't love it. <laughs> you feel me? Like that's that and sometimes there's loopholes within that, but that's how I try to uh that's how I try to navigate everything. Like everyone who sends me for features and shit, like I don't charge for features, but I have to love it. Yes. That's like my only stipulation. If I love it, I'm on it. If I don't love it, I ain't nah for real. You can send me whatever and I'm gonna listen. If I don't love it, I'm not gonna do it. You feel me? And I don't love everything, bro. I I'm a I'm a music fan, so right. You gotta you respect me? that. Mm -hmm. Respect that. Okay. How you feeling? Damn. Uh, good. Shit. I didn't even touch my mimosa that I said I was gonna touch. So <laughs> I'm feeling pretty too. cool. Got him locked in. Been watching this this entire time, man. For real. Before we sign out of here and get get the closing out, bro. Uh, what's the most uncomfortable part about being an artist? Being an artist, like like just like being a. Uh, an artist like as an artist like you're 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 painting for like public opinion you feel me and it's like everyone knows who you are but you don't know who they are you feel me there's people who know who I am who I don't know exists you yeah. feel me so just just shit like that it's like you're you just and it's, even it's if a you're different vulnerable kind of in your music too I'm sure right and then do. people know your people know mm -hmm. <laughs> depending on what kind of music you make like i made the type of music to where it's like bro you know a lot of what i'm going through like whether mm -hmm. the song come out after i've went through it or not but it's like if you listen to my shit you know you Thanks. feel me Thanks. do you listen to like someone like i i guess we can call them fans do you listen to your fans when they say like okay i like this or Where's the old Loretto? Da, da, da. Are you listening? No. To, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I respect no, that. I, though. I really don't. He's I, the music I don't. Me. I don't really listen to anyone with like like that with, with that kind of opinion. Like I don't I don't really care. I just be making, I just keep making music. You yes, feel sir. me? I never go into the studio like I'm trying to make this for these people or a certain type of energy or vibe. Like, like literally, we just all of our sessions, I'll look at the producer gun and I'm like, bro, just play whatever. You feel me? Like. I don't really have a preference. I just create based on that. Gotcha. So it's like, that makes sense. Yeah. 
All right, we're speaking on that. Anything to tell the people in the camera right there, that one in front of you, bro? Uh, anything you got coming up? Where can they find you at on Instagram, social medias, all that shit? Hey, man, I go by LaRussell. You can find me on the Good Company page, company spelled C-O-M-P-E-N-N-Y. Mm -hmm. Go check out. We got some dope-ass talent. We got some dope-ass artists. We got some beautiful people on the team. That's it. You feel me? Hope Where can you they find you on social medias? At LaRussell. Hell yeah, email got you. You think he's gonna pop it in? Hey, <laughs> send, send y'all features in too, man. Yeah, he send them in. If you fuck man. with it, he don't oh, send yeah. one back. If you fuck with it, send y'all features and shit to Tieta. <laughs> yeah, for real. At TT's T. If you wanna be, if you wanna be on the box, you want a Lorenzo feature, please. Hell yeah. Send all your submissions that way. Thanks, man. No, for sure. Do that though. They got some good shit going on, bro. I love what you're doing. That good company, bro. For real, man. Young artists, go, go fuck with Lil Russell, for real. Man, thank but you. But real quick before we get out, I love it. He, he's living his rap, bro. He came in with the Crocs. He's over here chilling, man. You Come on, know. Man. We out here. Come on, yeah, man. It's Crocs, different. Man. Give that man a sponsor. Facts. We Give need that, that man a sponsor. sponsor. We need yeah, that yeah. sponsor. We appreciate y'all, man. Make sure y'all go follow, like, comment, subscribe. You made it this far, for real. Woo! Signing out this thing, man. Season eight, bro. Halfway through. Season halfway eight, man. Through. That's halfway, some work. Halfway through. Man, that's some work. Man, halfway shout through. out, man. Like I said, thank you for accepting the invitation, man. Thanks. Thank you, brother. Thanks. And now it's your boy, JG. And you already know it's Jay Jonah. And it's LaRussell. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got this thing. It's blowing smoke. Yes, What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. If you're a fan of authentic interviews with legendary artists and notable people in the culture, subscribe to the Holding Court Podcast. See, we a show that cover artist interviews, hip-hop culture, lifestyle, and current topics. Huh. We got the D-Boys and the B-Boys. See, HCP is where the streets and black excellence meet, and is brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.